Welcome to Glass Half Full Moon, where if we didn't attempt world domination with transparent soldiers, Full Moon Features would go out of business. I am Gabe, and joining with me tonight is Casey. Casey, I have a question for you. I might have an answer. Are you feeling rather uh, clear of mind tonight? I just worked a full day shift in retail, so no. So you're saying you're... You feeling pretty opaque? Cut the joke. Cut. I was about to say I'm feeling pretty thick. I don't know how that necessarily translates to visual. Uh, I don't know. I I can't figure anything out at this point. Point being, this movie wasn't very good. No, no. Tonight we're talking about uh, Invisible: The Chronicles of Benjamin Knight. Which, honestly, they should have just titled Mandroid 2. Yeah, so that's weird. Like, why would they... This movie was obviously made literally piggybacking off of the production of Mandroid. I almost want to say that they just had the stuff for a few more days of rental and didn't want it to go to waste. Right. It's the was... only thing I can think of as to why this movie got made. It could be... Because we know that with a lot of these films, they plan the sequels ahead, very much so. We know that with Subspecies, for example, that one was very clearly, oh, watch out for Subspecies too. Basically, I'm fairly certain these two were both scripted to be connected. That way they can just do a long shoot with everything and whatnot. And <laughs> it's, it's not good. So, yeah... I was, that's, that's the question, obviously, is, was this a good movie? I'm going to say no. And I am on record as having said, I enjoyed Mandroid. So this is just... This movie was offensive to women. I was gonna say, it's the most explicit scenes of sexual assault since Meridian. This movie is offensive to women. Our titular character doesn't show up until, like, 20, 30 minutes in. Yeah. This movie... This movie has a very much so the seed people problem where things just kind of seem to happen and the plot never feels like it started. It's... It's not good. Right. It's... Don't watch this. Don't. Just don't. It's not good. But I guess we gotta talk about it now. Uh, Unless the you movie just wanna, begins. Do you just want to give up on the podcast? No. We can't let one bad mushroom spoil the bunch. But our movie begins in Eastern Europe, present time. And by present time, I mean nearly 30 years ago. That's right. That was a thing that happened in Mandroid 2. <laughs> where they have the present time. Literally, we get our cold open with a subtext of Eastern Europe, present time. It doesn't do any time jumps, so that's pretty... It doesn't matter. It's very unnecessary. And we see Mandroid is out being a Boy Scout. Mandroid's just kind of walking through the woods, looking for, for things to, to, to do, I guess. 
He's like a he's like an RPG character as he's just kind of looking for side quests, and thankfully one does appear as just some random old man is caught underneath a tractor for some he's, reason. He's fallen and he can't get up. Why is he out in a tractor at night? I right. None of this makes sense. Why is he out doing his farm work at night? It's like, I'm sure it's a great way to maximize your yield and whatnot, but last I remembered, plants need sunlight. Well, I feel like it would be better to do it with you when you have, you know, like, visibility. Also, I would be eaten up by the mosquitoes. So the, the, the tractor is on top of this farmer. So Mandroid lifts it up, and his leg looks a little bit bruised, but otherwise pretty okay. And then Mandroid's like, wow, your leg looks pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it is a very good juxtaposition of what the makeup department was able to do versus what the script said. <sighs> and then who shows up to this scene? Because I don't the think po-po. it's cops. Is it cops? It's the Popo. The cops might as well be the villains goons in this film. Xana refers to them as the security patrol because as Mandroid flees from this encroaching car, we return back to the lab that was a good chunk of our setting in Mandroid. And we find Wade with the Mandroid control helmet on, obviously having begun a romantic relationship with Xana, and he's just like, oh, Mandroid is here. Brings it in. And then <laughs> then she says a line that made me laugh out loud and then rewind just so I made sure I heard it light right. She's saying, like, oh, wow, you're, you can't be doing that. It's dangerous. I'd rather have you alive than dead. Which, you know what? Yeah, I'd better sure as fuck hope you do. It, it makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense at all to me. It's like going up to your, girl, your boyfriend and being like, I would prefer you exist. <laughs> okay, I mean, sure. Not to mention, Xana and Wade have, they have a trend of having this really weird lighting effect happen whenever they're, whenever they're together and getting, and getting romantic. Well, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But it still happens in this, in this cold open because as they go in to get smoochy, we fade to black and we get our our opening credit roll on black background, which is just what Full Moon is good at. We get the standard 230. We get the, good, we get the college 230 of credit skin. And then we return to Hobo Capture the Flag on ESPN. <laughs> These vagrants, man. These crazy... They're like bandits, right? These hobos. They are... Like fantasy ruffians going about causing causing mischief, and it's so. I, I believe the implication is that they are from a sanitarium, that they are I, criminally insane. But I mean, possibly. 
but the way but it's never specified and their 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 insanity manifests through giggling and dancing and just being outright unpleasant <laughs> i that's why i just called them hobos the costume department did well on them i will say that much uh, amidst this game of hobo capture the flag we just get this random bit of two women driving down a dark country road and the hobos knock down a giant pole in order to make them crash and then just straight up go full creeper on them in order to abduct them so these two actresses in the car were so bad it was notable in a full moon movie this whole movie is acted poorly but this explicitly stuck out to me where they were talking i can't even remember what they were talking about i don't either it was like oh you met a guy and he said he was from america what did you do oh i showed him around and did you fuck him no oh you it's so weird nothing in this movie makes sense it's not good and as one of our actresses here wakes up with her shirt open because boobus, we find out that Drago is now king of the hobos. He is um, vagrant Doctor Doom because he's still got the mask on. Why do you refer to them as vagrants and not hobos? I, it's funnier. I don't know. I feel like there's a there's probably a theory of comedy of like, oh, vagrant sounds funnier because it. Makes your mouth move in a certain way. I don't know. I don't know. I think hobo would sound better because you get those the double hard O sound. It's hobo. Oh, it's so vagrant also is like a... Vagrant sounds too sophisticated. Well, that's what makes it funny is it's it's a, oh, oh, hawk, a vagrant has arrived. <laughs> oh, no, and it's just these weirdos doing a little dance. <laughs> okay, Shakespeare. Anyway, well, we stopped talking about the movie. As is going to happen quite a bit. Oh, and uh, then there's rape. Yeah, Drago done kidnaps this lady and says all he wants is for her to be nice to him. We get we get tits. We get we get boobus. It's not good. We get boobus, and as Drago assaults this woman, we return back to the lab. And we're introduced to a new lab assistant named Ryder, who, fun fact, is Danny Phantom. Really? Yes. Or if you're an old fart like me, he's Dexter Douglas from Freakazoid. Oh my god. Yes. What is he doing in Romania? (laughs) I don't don't know. What's he doing in Full Moon? I mean, Seth Green. True. This is also, like early 1990s so this is probably this is more than likely before he hit uh dexter douglas way before he hit danny phantom well you know i'm glad he was working (laughs) everybody gotta start somewhere and okay so we we understand we got this weird secondary new character who's like a lab assistant i guess yes and they... I mean, they they got to have another lab assistant since Benjamin's in the hospital. I guess. Um, but they do have Mandroid still. And we get a scene of them doing the experiment to get the, the super crystals. 
and synthesizing the mushroom crystals. But oh no, something goes wrong, and the radiation do, levels are off the charts. Do they explain what goes wrong? No, it does. Just, it have any bearing on the plot that this experiment goes wrong? No, it doesn't. Considering after they rectify the situation, they just allow Mandroid out into the world. He's heavily irradiated. Right. Okay. I would imagine that... No, you're right. (laughs) Yes, because apparently part of the the synthesis process in order to turn these weird rock mushrooms that we discovered in Mandroid is to blast them with radiation to the point where they crystallize into the Supercon. And if this goes... If this goes as horribly wrong as they claimed it did in in the movie, they're like, oh, if the radiation levels get into the red, they're going to destroy the whole town. They do get into the red before the process ceases. I will s- but, so they say... But they just, let, they just let Mandroid out. I made note of this. What they say explicitly is, if we let this go on, it will fry half the country. Now, that could mean one of two things. It could either mean it... it knocks down half like the power grid or it explodes and those two things are very different in the scale of the damage they cause it is it is unfortunately but it's just like i i don't okay wait i just thought of something yes why are they making more of the crystal i don't know because why would they why would they be doing that because they can't eat the mushrooms. Wait, why didn't they get in contact with the FBI again? In order I don't to... know. They did that deal didn't go da- like they would they could be like, "Hey, yo, your guy went crazy. This is totally explainable." This I don't ma- know. this movie makes no sense. I don't know. I just I don't understand because the next moment we get Wade and Xana trying to cook dinner with moldy food and then she just shoves his hand down her her hand down his pants so i got i saved we get a good we get a good fun sex scene here and it's by good three and fun, full minutes of just proving that a paraplegic man still fucks i i will say i'm gonna send you a screenshot i took a picture of um wade wade's sex face it's very good i don't i don't want to it's not really good. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not good. He looks like he smoked something real hard. He looks like he's take. It looks like he's taken horse tranquilizer. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, but we do. Okay, so before that scene happens, we do get a good. Um, there's a doctor who's like looking at what happens to Benjamin. And we do get, in my opinion, a genuinely good effect of him removing the bandages from Benjamin's head and there being it being <coughs> invisible. I thought that was done well. Um, I will say the in- the invisibility effects in this movie are actually done pretty good, except for when they're not. Yeah, most of the time they're okay; they're passable. But after three full excruciating mi- minutes of this horrible slow frame rate sex scene. We find that Drago is trying to become a chemical cosmetic surgeon, surgeon, and is killing hobos in the process. <laughs> okay. I done gave myself hiccups. These hurt. Do you need a minute? <laughs> no, I'm okay. Let's keep going. 
the the sooner we we the sooner we continue, the sooner we can finish with this terrible movie. I guess that's what he was doing. I didn't know what he was doing. He just kind of he's inj- trying to become a chemical cosmetics surgeon. Basically, his whole thing is like, oh, I want to look normal again. He injected this hobo with this thing, and the hobo just starts going, <laughs> and then they start beating him. <laughs> As if it was his fault? I mean, Drago's obviously not in any sort of good mindset anymore. I guess. Oh, oh, and then we get what I wrote down is the most tasteless sexual content since Meridian. It's it's really hard to watch. Where there's this woman that Drago has, has held captive... And he basically has her dress up in this, this like, um, like belly dancer kind of like top and skirt, bikini. Yeah, and he makes her start like dancing along this table with all these weird, crazy hobos like grabbing at her and trying to touch her up. And then he just, when she faints, he. He just lets them, like, eat her, I think? No, they don't eat her. They just straight up sexually assault her. It's... And it, this is the, this is the first time that happens. It'll happen again later. Mm-hmm. And it is genuinely tasteless in the sense that this does not further the plot. There is no reason for Drogo and his minions to also be doing weird sex stuff. They it's, could just be evil for other means. It's not good. It's not good at all. It's They took Drago, who was a humiliated scientist in Mandroid, and basically turned him into this horrible person who just throws women away for his own doing. It is... I'm trying... This has to be indicative of, of like, someone's mental state. Right? This cannot this can't be a a film created by a, a sound mind. Like there was someone going it's the through the same something. director. Like this guy must have gone through something. Or maybe it's the Charles same director as Mandroid. Maybe some Charles Band came in and like did some I don't know. It's not there's nothing really I'm just I'm just trying to think of like valid points of discussion for this film, right? Yeah. Because we're damn near 30, 30 minutes in of our hour and 30 runtime, and we finally get Benjamin Knight returning from the hospital looking like Claude Rains. So, here's a weird thing. They're, the, the other people in this film are almost a bullying Benjamin because of him not wanting to take his bandages off. It's like, dude... This guy's effectively disabled. Let him let him do what he wants to be comfortable. Well, it's, I mean, this is this is Europe. The ADA doesn't exist. Fair, I guess. Oh, and then we get a scene where they take they do kind of uh, actually address how invisibility would affect someone. Where where she's like, "Oh, you're gonna have to relearn like muscle memory. You're, it's gonna be weird not being able to see your hands." Yeah. Yeah, your hand-eye coordination is going to go out the window. And, like, an actual scientific explanation for wearing sunglasses, considering, like, he's 
straight up see-through. He's got no barrier for his active nerves, so light is just going to be crazy, crazy blinding to him. So, an like that actually made total sense. That would be really interesting in a better movie where they're kind of going through the the nature of this and making it somewhat realistic. But this is not that movie. If it were under a yeah, if it were under a better production company. Oh, and then we get a scene where he lights a cigarette and you can very clearly see the stick holding up the the lighter. Yeah. I just wrote in my notes, stick, 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 stick. Wade just su- suggesting that invisibility is only good for for causing misdemeanors. Yeah. Yeah, I mean maybe if you're 12. Like, oh, go Go out to dinner and run out and check. Oh, uh, sneak into the ladies' locker room. I'm just like, Wade. Wade, stop it. Maybe (laughs) we should take Mandroid from him. Maybe if that's his thought of a good time with invisibility, maybe he doesn't need Mandroid. I mean, to be fair, Wade is also now disabled, so I think he thinks he has a free pass. I guess. Meanwhile, we get... Xana trying to create more chemical attempts to turn Ben uninvisible. Yeah. And he just goes crazy for no real reason. He just goes absolutely, absolutely nutter butters. This episode is just going to be peppered with my hiccups. I, uh, <laughs> I'll input a different noise each time you hiccup. <laughs> like one's a rubber ducky. Another one's like a, it's like a horn. But, Good luck catching them all. But, but, so... If I remember correctly, in the original Invisible Man, the 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 uh, titular Invisible Man does go crazy, but it's yes. not. It's not like a switch. He's like, no, like it, this. This is obviously a chemically induced psychosis. After Xana injects him with the drug, and obviously, obviously, it don't work. Because all it does is cause him to just go crazy until they're able to sedate him. Yeah, and so getting through this, it's like the next thing that happens is we learn that the new lab assistant is evil, I guess. Before that, we get Ben complaining about being invisible and just get a bunch of grayscale flashbacks of what happened in the first movie because we need to pad out the runtime. Which is weird because I think this is the longest movie we've watched thus far. It is. So why do they need to... I have no idea. And before we find out about Ryder, we find that Wade can now control Mandroid with with a pair of sunglasses because why not? Because we needed him to be more mobile for the plot's sake, so we just made it. Mm. But yes, we find out that Ryder is a spy for Drago, but not because he's inherently evil, but because Drago has Ryder's father right. in captivity. Yeah, so it, it it does make some sense. It's still stupid. Oh yes, no, it's incredibly stupid. Oh, and, and then they just kind of solve Ben's problem. Yes, there's a second chemical injection of Ben that actually works. So, 30 minutes after being introduced, 45 minutes or 30 minutes into the movie, Ben is introduced again. 45 minutes in, and he's not invisible anymore because what's the point of an invisible man movie if you're just going to fix him 45 minutes in? Well, they do what they say is he can basically switch it on and off. Is the is the new new lore? 
Yeah, he's got to take drugs for the rest of his life, and if he gets in contact with the Supercon again, he goes invisible. Which... It's kind of like me and sugar. Kind of like me with my anxiety medication. Oh, and then uh, the the lab assistant dies. Ryder gets caught digging through the lab, steals some Supercon like a dummy, handling it with his bare hands, and then crashes his car to avoid an oncoming truck, and of course the car explodes. And Ryder somehow dies, even though he got out of the car before the explosion. Because he needed to die for the plot to happen. But here's the thing. After Ryder dies, Xana and Wade go to the morgue to identify the body, which, funnily enough, there was a corpse in the back of the morgue that had an exposed brain for no reason. <laughs> sure. Did you because, notice that? Yeah. We should say, also, the, um, the new police chief is evil for no reason. Mm-hmm. He wants to create a army of invisible men for some reason. He doesn't explain why. He just says, like, man, imagine what an army of invisible men could do. He doesn't imply that he was going to do anything evil with it. He just suggested that it would be cool to have it. Also, when Xana and Wade go to identify the body... They just lift up the sheet. They don't show us anything, but apparently something strange happened to Ryder's corpse. They never explain what it is. They never they never show it. And then they get arrested for not cooperating. Here's the thing. They 100% cooperate. The guy is the, the the police chief is like, "Hey, I we need you to come in and identify this body. It's going to be fucked up. But you got to identify it." He lifts it up. Can you identify it? They're like, yeah, that's him. And then he's like, cool. I hear he was at a lab and you guys are running stuff. Is there any, do you know how this could have happened? And they're like, no, we don't know. Because they don't know. They don't know he stole the stuff. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm. you're under arrest for not cooperating. I. <laughs> what? I understand you're meant to be a corrupt police officer, but this is, <laughs> try harder. This is just ridiculous. And of course, we have to have Ben be invisible again for a convenience jailbreak. Because, uh, like, there was no other reason for him to be there unless, like, oh, he was invisible again and decided decided to follow them. Because why not? Yeah, because, no, he said he hitched a ride with them, which would mean he was sitting in the car naked the entire time. Which exactly. is kind of funny. But it's like, Why? Because there needed to be a movie, Casey. Well, no, there didn't. Not this one. Oh, and, um, so they the Invisible escape. Man drives the getaway car. Yeah, and then it turns into a shootout where we're not, I'm not gonna get go past this. Wade kills a cop who is totally innocent. Also, the frame rate is so fucking weird in this shoot, shootout. It's, it's, it, it escalates so quickly. It goes from, oh, we're escaping the police, to I killed one of your police officers. Like, I'm not going to... I don't want to just glance past that, where they're going to go through this as though as though they are totally in the right, as though our heroes are, like, totally without fault here. But Wade does kill a man for no other reason than he was on on the side of a corrupt cop. Which, if you're a cop, you're that's just kind of assumed. It's, it's not good. And, it's not and the good cops are going to just treat this like, oh, we're just doing an investigation. We can't find anything. No, you know he killed a cop. 
it it's so this doesn't make sense. It doesn't. The the police surround the lab. And so we're going to have a side thing with Drago and a thing with the police because things got to happen. And we get more invisible shenanigans by Ben, but Wade gets left behind as Ben and Xana escape to a hunting cabin in the mountains where they start making Molotov cocktails. What's their plan? I have no idea. They don't have one. There's no plan here. There's no plan. Ben is just on and off invisible when it's convenient. Oh, and, and not to mention, they've escalated all of this from the the police officer saying, hey, you're not cooperating, which could have been cleared up with, with, you know, a day and a half of annoying red tape without killing anyone. But fuck it. Uh, it's... It is at this point I write in my notes that this is giving me a panic attack. The police interrogate Wade... Wade is, of course, plain dumb, and being an American, he's got to have attitude. And the of colonel course. just knocks him out of his wheelchair. Right. Just, like, straight up knocks him to the floor out of his wheelchair. And I'm just like, that's abuse. That can get you sued. Well, he's gone from slightly corrupt police, like, police chief to arch-villain with a team of minions. Like, these are no longer cops. These are the bad guy's minions now. But then the hobos attacked. <laughs> there is one thing that made me, again, made me laugh out loud. Where the, the kind of main hobo is like... So, Xana throws a Molotov cocktail, kills the main ho- one of the hobos. Yes, the, the hobo's main, on fire. Yeah, and then the main hobo comes up and, like, shakes Xana and, and says, and I quote... I wish you hadn't killed my friend. <laughs> but first, before this happens, Ben Dunn gets rejected by Xana because, of course, he's had a thing for her. Like, it's so blatantly obvious that he had a thing for her in the first one, and she had to get with Wade because he's the big, strong American. And it's... Uh, why? Why did this romantic love triangle have to happen? Because... The, they needed to write this movie in, I would assume, one night. On coke. That was the only way they could meet deadlines, was coke and, True. I would assume, Romanian liquor. <laughs> palinka. Palinka. <laughs> All the palinka. Charles Band is only sustained by cocaine and palinka. <laughs> I, I will admit, the hobo on the fire was a pretty great bit. It was a, it was a decent fire stunt. It's a good stunt. There, there are little, little dots of like, oh, you tried, but it doesn't, it doesn't shift the scales. Oh, they capture Xana. They capture Xana, and Invisiben breaks Wade out because, of course, he does. Yeah, and he beats, he beats people up with Mandroid. Yes, and so we get rape dance scene part two instead with Xana as our star. Right, and she picks up a knife and is able to kind of get Drogo in a hold, but then lets him go, and then all the hobos just kind of let her go? Because I guess they needed Drogo's permission to go chasing after the woman that he's enslaved? I don't know. I don't know anymore. We're almost done. (laughs) After this, Mandroid frees the ladies... 
And as Xana runs away from Drago and his army of hobos, it just suddenly becomes a weird castle with a random pit in the center. Oh my of god, the hell pit, yes. It becomes some weird gothic castle with a random hell pit. There is a giant pit with a glowing and, red light. And this looks like some kind of weird altar room. Why is this here? I get shut that's where the I know you're I, I'm, I know I'm more in tune with the world of psychology than you are. That's where we put the crazies. <laughs> that's 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 uh, that's endorsed by the DSM. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. This, I only this took all, Psych 101. This is all taking place in the sanitarium, which makes it so confusing. <sighs> so Ben comes by. They fight. They do the things you would expect them to do. And there is a sword fight. Between Xana and Drogo. Xana's in a bikini, fighting Drogo with a sword. I'm also just convinced that these Mandroid movies are just about shooting hobos. Because there was a lot of shooting hobos. Yeah, I guess. This is... This movie ends in the stupidest way. We have our bikini sword fight with Xana and Drago. Drago gets stabbed and then dies from being pushed out a window. That's legit how he goes. Just anticlimactic, pushed out a window to his death. And if, I think I'd, so. I would have. It would have been a lot more funny if he if he had said, "I need some air," and it just walked out through the window instead of being pushed. <laughs> just I need some air. Opens the window and then just falls over. But no, they they ruined the obvious funny bit. By having her push. And then I don't remember how this ends. This movie ends in the European countryside with our love triangle here. Xana, Wade, and Ben all together fleeing in the country with Mandroid driving the car. And that's how our movie ends with a shot of them driving away down an old country road. And that's the fucking movie. God, I hated this one. So I... Here's something that I always think about when we get to movies like this, which is there's such a... There's obviously the question of why. Why would you make this movie? Obviously there is the, oh, okay, they wanted to make Mandroid 2 to capitalize off of Mandroid. So they did it at the same time. Okay. Then why... Why not... Why would you name it, first of all, Benjamin Knight doesn't play that much of a role. He's not the main character. Right. Number two, why take... I can only assume, because there there is no cost of this film listed on IMDb, I can only assume that this was made for pennies. Right? And I mean, as I said... They had a few days left on the rental contracts on their equipment. They didn't yeah, want it to so go to waste. It has to have been the case where... We've discussed this before, how Full Moon has just the the most minimal of return on investment. This film is the... Uh, is the is the epitome of that phenomenon within Full Moon, where they made this film for p- 
pennies. They made this film for for almost nothing and earned back nothing and a dollar. Because they made it on the back of Mandroid. They they probably rolled all the costs of Benjamin Knight into Mandroid. So yeah, they essentially spent very little on this film because it was shot like probably days after they finished rap on Mandroid. It's it's one of those things where cuz this is also the first film we watched where it has nothing about it on Wikipedia, right? Yes. It's something that I've and I've thought about this before, which is like media like this, where it is such nothing and it was made for almost no reason. How many of these types of movies have gone, have been created and lost to time? Because the only reason this movie exists and we can watch it on a streaming platform is because Charles Band is addicted to smelling his own farts. <laughs> I mean, that's a way to put it. But that's that's the that's the question is like how that the, the 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 most I can get out of this film in a, as far as a discussion is concerned is discussing films that would otherwise be similar to it which is like this these nothing films that are just gone now and this is just one of those ones that made it through the cracks I don't know ask Warner Brothers they're doing the same thing right now um mm, mm. I'll tell you where they end up. They end up in Milwaukee with Red Letter Media. That's where all of these things end up. Honestly, that's not a bad thing. Uh, but I guess, would you recommend this movie to anyone? You know what? Don't no. answer. We know. No. Uh, second question. As far as the Full Moon Expanded Universe, who would you pit Benjamin Knight against? Who would I pit Benjamin Knight against? Um, I'm trying to think of who else was completely useless. <laughs> um, I I know I would say. Th- oh, you you know who I would p- probably pit him against the the shock jock and bad channels. I feel mm. like they'd actually have similar personalities. Okay, now you see, I was going to say th- um, Jack Death. Only because I want to see Tim Thomerson box no one. <laughs> I think I just I feel like that would be fun. <laughs> I mean, it would be. Ugh. Oh gosh! But speaking of movies from our previous repertoire, Gabe, what are we watching next week? It feels good. It feels good to be returning to a mainstay, which is Puppet Master Four. Yes, finally. Returning to something that is very near and dear to our hearts. Also being bad, but at least familiarly so. When was the last Puppet Master? Puppet that Master like, 3, uh, Toulon's Revenge, the prequel. That's that's like two years of no Puppet Master. That's, yeah. you know what, good on, good on Full Moon for the restraint. <laughs> but anyway. Make it last. Um... We're sorry you had to listen to this one. Have a it, have a horrible evening and don't don't turn invisible. Stay away from mandroids and mushroom stay away, crystals. Stay away from mandroids. Very good. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye everybody.